Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we're back. Only 17 minutes late. CP isn't here, well, but it's still his fault. Yeah, it's, it was CP is actually directing the show, and so you know <laughs> right. the fact that we were late is really only because he wouldn't let us get started because he was late showing up. That's right. This is this is all all and always CP's fault. So our apologies to our loyal live listeners. If you're an Apple or Spotify person, yeah, you, you don't yep. care. <laughs> but. We do have a full show today. Lots going down. Shane is with us, as pretty much every Wednesday. Uh, Tyler, put- <laughs> what's going on, everybody? There you got it. You nailed it. I, I don't even try. I'm not doing it. That's stolen valor. That's that's CP. I've never thing. asked CP where that started. You know, I'm always curious on where this stuff originates. Did he do it episode Can't one? I bet not. But I. He's been doing it for a long time, for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for pretty much the entire time. Tyler put something uh, in the dock here. Shane, you've been doing college football again this year? Yeah, I've done four games. Four games. How's it going? Oh, I love it. It's awesome. I mean, this last Saturday was one of the best sports days I've ever had. I I worked the sidelines for Kansas State and Texas Tech. And then Kansas was playing Iowa State, I don't know, two hours down the road. So went to that game, got there in the third quarter. Never been yeah, to that, that game was not cool. The same day, that game was not cool. A lot of fun. College football <laughs> was such an event. What, what was that, JD? That Kansas Iowa State game was not fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I got there midway through the third quarter, and I'm not sure how many first downs I saw. I mean, it was the, the Iowa State kicker missed a couple kicks. He doing uh, two, and then he missed the third by. Yeah, the third one he did not have a feet. chance. I mean, that yeah. last one. It could have been a PAT, close. and he was missing it. After he's a freshman, and after he doinks two to miss, I'm going game, forward game on winner or tire. I would have went forward on fourth and one there. Yeah, I think I would have too. But man, it, it was I, like I stormed like a the field. I've never done that in my life. I stormed the field. It was glorious. <laughs> you stormed the field <laughs> uh. at Kansas. It was great. It was fun. I mean, I guess I'll let him have it because it's Kansas. Uh, notoriously trash football program, 
But you beat an unranked Iowa State team, and you're, you're storming the field. I get it. You're 5-0. and oh. <laughs> I'd be storming the field on that one. I, I don't think they've beaten Iowa State in 12 years, I think, was the was what I heard. Yeah, they haven't beat any and team in 12, any FBS team in 12 years. I stormed the field, but for the record, I was rooting for Iowa State. Because oh, okay, my friend, okay. Jim, Gibbons, Jim Gibbons, friend of mine, he went to Iowa State, and I'm very simple on these things. You gotta have you gotta have a wrestling team. If you don't have a wrestling team, I'm I'm going for the team that does. So yeah, I wanted Iowa State to win. Yeah, that Iowa State kicker is gonna need some mental Monday, Ben. He yeah. he missed <laughs> he, he missed uh, it was a close game the entire game. Iowa State had two long drives for this guy to go and hit the goal post and miss two field goals. Yeah, and then, kicking is the ultimate mental battle. It is. I can't you imagine think about it. The majority of those shots that they miss, if you just said empty stadium, practice, set the ball down, they're making like 50 of 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They they are not missing that kick. You're right. And then, but then you put 60,000, you know, 60,000 fans in the stands and then you got, you know, hey, it's the fourth quarter and now all of a sudden, ah, <laughs> right? It and this dude, he's a freshman and then they drive down the field, would have been game tying field goal. Uh, not as time expired, but there was like 30 seconds left, and he, he missed it by six feet. It, it oh, was not, not even, even close. close. You, you an Iowa State fan, J.D.? Yep, grew up uh, just north of Ames. Really? So. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, I didn't know that, Shane. <laughs> yeah, college football is a lot of I'm, – I'm more of a college guy than a pro guy, which a lot of people get mad about, but – Hmm. It's it's much so, more chaotic. Uh, Shane, what what Tyler would like to know is, would you rather be on the sidelines for a big college football game or call a big duel? Not even close. Not even close. Calling a big duel, there is nothing like it. Nothing oh, yeah. like it. Because if yeah. you didn't say that, we we're kicking you off the show. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah, not even not even close. So, uh, yeah, big duels, there's just nothing like it. And, yeah, I wish the I only thing that bottle. football has on it is the sheer amount of people. 100,000 people. Yeah. That you're only going to yeah, even just, sniff that if it's Iowa, Oklahoma State, in a football field. <laughs> I, I just, what day. I love about college football is every week is relevant. Like every – I mean, they have it figured out. Every, I mean, from week zero, it's relevant. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, we were talking a little bit off that air, and point. it is what it is. But, I mean, if I had a magic wand in wrestling, it's that the stars wrestle all the time. I mean, sports yeah. sports are built on stars. I mean, the stars, yeah. as, as Reggie Jackson would say, they're the straws that stir the drink. The stars. They Star, moved the, uh, the straws that stir the drink. I didn't know that one. I oh, that's one of the great one. Reggie Jackson lines ever. Straws I'm the straw that stirs the drink. Reggie uh, Jackson. Okay. But uh, I mean, that's what you, you need to have it where everything matters. Like, I mean, where it really matters. Straws that stir the drink. I love it. <laughs> Speaking great. of duels, we have the D1 duel ranker himself in the house, John Kozak, and. D1 rankings, dual rankings. Is Mizzou number one? Just came out. No, that's not Russell's stat. They're number one. Fire him. They are up there. What's Mizzou? Three. three? There we go. Yeah, Let's go. You guys got him at three. That, that's about right. We'll take Missouri's, it. Missouri's going to be solid this year. 
Always a solid sure. dual team, but they're always very good. good this year. So, Kozak, kind of break it down for us. How do you come to these rankings, the first, the initial ranking of the year, when teams are all different? Yeah, it's really hard uh, because <laughs> nobody's wrestled yet. And you can't really you can't really look at last year's too much. Uh, well, why you know, not? Because, you know, guys are in and out of the lineup. Some guys graduate. You have, you know, for instance, Missouri – Brock Mahler redshirted last year, so he comes yeah. back in this year. So they're a better, they're a better dual team than they were last year. Well, like year. with Penn State, for example, you know, I mean, they're not, they're yeah. number one, right? I yeah, guess they're so pretty you, obvious because you know they have all this star power coming back, right? But you can't just look at what happened last year. Like, you know, number ten Iowa State, they had an incredible dual season last year. They went fifteen and one. They beat Oklahoma State. But yeah. I would say they kind of overperformed. They lost. Erroneous. They, they lost two starters. Erroneous on all accounts. But, I mean, I still kept them, still kept them well, top 10. Well, I mean, no, to Kozak's point, and this, you know, Shane, I know Shane would say, like, the, the dual championships, and I think they should have the dual championships. I think oh. they should have both. But, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that, and actually, you know, Penn State, is not, we've talked about it, is not that good at this um, for as dominant as they are. But, like, in Iowa State – for example, Dresser does something to make the backups good. Like you can have the first guy go down in a few different weight classes, and they got someone who's like probably almost a national qualifier caliber in the, in the wings, right? He's they're not a bum, mm-hmm. and so one guy gets hurt, you throw another guy in. That's how you'd be good at duels because if you only got bums behind your stars, then you throw one of those in, it's five points or six points for the other team, and all of a sudden it becomes hard to win the duel. You know, so you'll get like Iowa State. Missouri is generally pretty good at this. NC State, these yeah. teams are like two, sometimes two and three deep at a lot of the weight classes. And so, yeah, they're not going to lose a lot of duels because one or two people are injured because they got someone right behind them they can throw in. Yeah. Oh, Zach, let me ask you about this quick because, when, like, Michigan, Ohio State, like, those are the teams. I mean, because uh, what does Michigan lose, like, five guys maybe? I mean, mm-hmm. and then, like, Ohio State, are they – I mean, I don't know this. Are they Are they using those three-stud freshmen? I mean, those are the things where I would say it would make this really difficult, at yeah. least right now. Like, who's going? Well, the other awesome thing about this is, is some of these guys are going to get to use some of those stud freshmen in mm-hmm. some of the yeah. matches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which will make it – that makes it weird. That'll make this year really fun. <laughs> and, and I go – you know, hundred percent by results. You know, from from here on out. So, you know, if someone's missing a starter, if somebody gets hurt, I'm not going to like take it into account later on down the year that that guy's in now, so it makes their team better. So I'm going to go by yeah. results. You know, hundred percent of the way from from here on out. But yeah, you're right. We don't we don't know the lineups right now. We don't know. You know, some some teams still have like some question marks about if guys are redshirting uh, or not. But yeah, uh, Michigan they they dropped a good a good amount i tried to do you know some projection here but then also take into account you know how they did how they did last year so yeah michigan fell five spots um at the end of the year at number three last year yeah and i want to push back a little bit on your penn state doesn't have decent backups sure like they do Think about think about some of the people that have been thrown in the lineup over the years. Well, occasionally, and, and yes, the they do have some real real <laughs> holes. I'm all right. I'm gonna go to their website now. I'm gonna find you some names, and you're gonna be like, I don't know who that dude is. Well, correct, but any team would have like, oh, if this guy went down, 
And- no, that's what I'm saying. Some of these teams are really good with their backups. And I mean, what what I think Kale does probably is he really invests into like the number one guy. If you look at their roster, Correct. it's generally s- smaller than um, uh, smaller than other rosters. So I mean, yeah, I think okay. Hold on, results. I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna go 2019 season results. I'll find some of these duels, and you'll be like, wait, who is that person? Well, yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying like they don't occasionally throw guys out that you're like, I've never heard of this guy before in my life. But I, I'm just saying they have good guys ride the bench. Some, but they, they, they more than anybody, I feel like, will have a guy come in and like be almost all American caliber who rode the bench for like who, like I don't know, Neville. I mean, the one you could bring back. Um, you okay, can always bring back Kassar. You can always play uh, the Kassar card, but that's almost yeah. an anomaly. But then, like, say, like a Brandon Meredith was a starter at one twenty-five. He, you know, he wasn't very good. See, uh, that's when, who was it? Creighton Edsel. Creighton Edsel actually. <clears throat> Creighton Edsel actually got better, but when they started throwing him in the lineup, that dude was getting tech fault like every time. The year that Mark Hall was his oh. retro was pulled. Was it Shakur originally oh. the starter? Mm-hmm. And then there was somebody else too. I forget who was. Remember they kept throwing Bo Pfeiffer in there the one year? Bo Pfeiffer, that was not a – he was taking butt whoopings. But they're still, Ben, I mean, they're still, like, unstoppable. No, but they're not good. I mean, look at, like – I'm not not, not disputing that. I'm not not disputing the best. I'm just saying uh, at some points they have – and obviously this was the extreme case because Penn State is generally the best team, and they have some of these not-so-great spots. But there's other people who have – the the same. You think that's a scholarship? I mean, and I have no clue. I think it's a focus. I think it's a focus. I think Kale I says, think "Let me okay. let me give my best scholarships, or let me give a lot of scholarships to a smaller amount of people, yeah. and then really spend all my time and effort on those people." Um, I, I think that's a big one. I mean, I think it's yeah. I mean, on the surface, my guess would be it's a scholarship deal where you get, you know, you're, you're getting those top recruits. Probably, you know, logic tells me those guys take a little bit more money. And uh, and they get a lot of guys, I'm sure, that walk on. Yeah. What the heck? What, what, I that? would say this, Ben. Whatever they're doing, I don't know if I deviate. <laughs> no, I'm just making a simple point. I said that, I already said they're the best. I'm not even trying to dispute this this fact with anyone whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just making a simple point of even Penn State sometimes has these guys. Devin Schnupp, remember him? See, I got to go back to look at these names because I wouldn't otherwise remember them. He was twenty five pounder, right? Yeah. Really yeah, they bad. notoriously have had a cycle of not so hot twenty fivers. Yeah, one twenty. The, the fact that they've never had those, you know, consistent well, stuff. They brought in Hildebrand. Yeah, they they ended up bringing in Hildebrand. Hildebrand damn good. And Howard Sir, got you know, hurt. He could. Howard could listen, so. But, yeah, Kozak, is there anybody you think this year that could beat Penn State in a duel? I think and Penn State's got the full lineup. <clears throat> I mean, I think Iowa can uh, with like really? kind of the perfect the perfect duel. I, so Russell Stat they do uh, they do dual projections and they yeah. have it all on like their algorithm thing. And they actually they do have Missouri number one. Ben, I don't know if you were uh, hey, jo- joking about that or if you really that. knew, but uh, I did not know about that. But then they have Iowa number two, and they have they have Iowa beating uh, Penn State head to head. Really? Have, How? Well, yeah, um, it's okay. it's goofy because they have Warner, 
uh, beating Max Dean. Why would they as, have that? I don't know. Uh, guys, okay, guys, so... time out, time out, time what? out. What? Remember that duel last year? Warner was up by three. He's very good on in, top. In the third he period. He was up by three going to the third period. Like, Warner, Warner can – Max Dean's a stud. Warner's a stud. Warner, Hasn't Warner had a couple third period meltdowns in his in his let, uh, yeah. let me his tell career. you, if if you're asking me to bet on on Jacob Warner, even if you give him a third period lead, if I do it, I'm scared shitless. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Make, I don't want to make that bet. But but what I'm saying is the thought of Iowa beating Penn State, like yeah, they can. Well, let me just let me just run run through this here. Okay, so uh, Iowa wins twenty five. I'm I'll give him five points. Um, RBY wins easy three or four. Uh, you're, I guess they're gonna say Real Woods beats Bo Bartlett. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's probably a bet. Um, and then they're gonna say Murin beats Van Ness. Mm-hmm. I always got a terrible 57, so there's no way they're winning that match. But they got so, we'll go. so they have Bearclaw at uh 57. They have Ra- uh, Raina beating that Bear could be Claw. one they could throw at Haynes. Raina beating Bearclaw. That's what Russell Stat says. But that's what. So this is what I'm saying about like sometimes Penn State. It's like Penn State's the best, and you got Bear Call in there for the starter. Um, okay, fine. Reina wins. Um, then are they saying Kennedy beats Facundo also? Yeah, I mean he. I would say really? I'd pick Kennedy right now. Folks, so oh, okay. He's beat. He beat him. Where? Who's number one? Uh, he Kennedy just beat Peyton Hall at U23s too. Um. He's good. I guess this is more of a duel than I was thinking. Oh, I, absolutely. Because I was, I was yeah. thinking more, you know, team points, NCAs. Yeah, because then, I mean, if that, those upsets could happen. They're not with, you know, they're not outside the realm of possibilities. But then obviously, Straki probably puts up bonus or close to bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Brooks wins relatively easily. I, I sure think Dean beats Warner. I know. Does that. it change your opinion if I tell you Jacob Warner has moved to Mustache Man? <clears throat> <laughs> that, that look, I mean, he, the, the the hair and the stash on Warner—that's something. It's quite the combo. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Who is going to be the starting twenty-five? Is it Robbie Howard again, or what? Yes, Steen Howard. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he got hurt at U twenty-threes, but then he and like it was pretty bad. I can't remember if it was elbow or shoulder. I think elbow, but he came out and said like he's fine. He'll be good to go. Huh. Yeah. 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 I'm not picking. Penn, they, yeah, I'm not picking I, I Iowa. Over they Penn still State. don't have their updated roster either. Come on, no. guys. Oh, they Perfectly hate updating things. Yopi ending it uh, possibly. It's going to be a great. That is going to be an. So awesome. what are the, what is their records against each other? Like Cassiope wins every time, but it's three. Yeah, he's three and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he gave it. I mean, Kirkley blew it at the Big Tens. But I mean, sometimes that's how it goes down. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, there's, that, was that the tummy time? Tummy time match. No, Big Tens was it? Big Tens. He was Kirkfleet was up four to two. They got into a scramble at the end of the match, and Cassiope got a reversal to, with yeah. five seconds left and fifty nine seconds of right, right? fifty nine seconds of riding time. Yeah, yep. To Oof. go into overtime, Oof. and then Cassiope yeah. got a takedown in like fifteen seconds of. That's you know, one of those. The win probability for Kirkfleet at that point was, you know, <laughs> final fifteen seconds, right, ninety nine percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Bottom line is Cassiope found a way to get it done, but that'll be a great duel. Oh, that'll, that'll be, be in Bryce I mean, Jordan. Penn State, is there anybody in the portal that they could get at 49 or 57? I guess Pyle seems to be really, really high on Van Ness, but we haven't really seen him. 
Yeah, He's I'm, a stud. I'm looking forward to watching him. Mm-hmm. He, he was really good in high school. I haven't seen him in two years. But oh, he, had two, he had two matches last year or something. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, not having an updated roster on October. Doesn't the season officially start like October 10th? 10th. Yes. <laughs> Dude, why, why is there not a freaking roster up? This is a this is preposterous. <laughs> take it take it up with Penn State. I don't know. Shane, do you prefer Bryce Jordan or Rec Hall? Uh Bryce Jordan. Bryce yeah, Jordan. I mean I, I love That's I where like they're putting Rec Michigan and Iowa this year. Yeah, I saw they have two in uh BJC. I mean, just you got sixteen thousand people there. I mean, they do a great job. Just the presentation of that is great. I mean, obviously. Uh, another thing that factors in is, you know, when they wrestle with Bryce Jordan, at least the matches I've been to, they're all huge, big time matches. Although, I mean, that Ohio State Penn State match from that was, a rec hall. was that 2018? Yes, sir. Maybe 18. Yep. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Hard, hard to beat. I just, I'm just, I just want to see the sport. You got big duels like that. You can get 16,000 people someplace. Do it. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. Could Ohio State challenge them? They got Ohio State uh, in Cavelli. Okay, let's go. February third. Uh, Demilio. I'm sorry, Demilio. Why did I start with Demilio? Heinzelman. I'm taking Heinzelman at 25. RBY at 33. I'm taking. Oh my gosh, who am I taking at 41? Hmm. Who are you taking? One of the, one of the Ohio State freshmen. Or D'Amelio. <clears throat> or... I'm pretty sure it'll be D'Amelio. I'll go D'Amelio. That's two for them. 149, Van Ness or Sasso. Sasso. You're taking Sasso. That's three. Patty or Bearclaw. You're probably in Patty. That's four. Vakundo or Karchla. Um, you're taking Karchla. That's five. That's five, five. Because I, I mean, I listen. Ohio State has good upperweights. I just don't see any of them winning. Yeah, yeah it's murder to yeah, throw for one, Penn State. Yeah, I mean, the one thing they they wouldn't uh, give up bonus points. Most likely, you know. No, I mean, they wouldn't. But you need bonus. None, none of those. Are, I mean, the, the most likely scenario for bonus would be, I don't know, Sasso maybe. Yeah, probably top work. Locking um, up a cradle. Yeah, I think you still lean though, uh, Penn State, just because all the toss up. The well, they get throw Levi Haynes. Wait, Penn State's gonna throw Levi Haynes in there. One fifty-seven. What am I thinking about? They're gonna put one fifty-seven Levi Haynes this year. That's gonna Haynes, Haynes beat Patty last year. Yeah, yeah they're putting uh, Levi Haynes. Was, Cla- was that Clarion open? Yeah, one of those, one of those opens. Yeah, they're putting him in, guys. They're gonna start him for sure. Penn State's gonna be really tough to beat. I mean, that makes them way better because Haynes is a step up from Bearclaw. Yeah, they're gonna. Penn State's always gonna have. Four or five guys that will score bonus points. I mean, they'll make up a match. They'll make up a match all the time. Yeah. Have they? Has anyone asked them about starting uh, Levi Haynes or no? We can ask CP when he gets back. He was just there. Yeah, let's ask CP. Hopefully, he can answer for us. Kozak, who are some of these teams that are higher in the dual rankings and tournament rankings? Allah, who's going to be a better? Dual oh, yeah. team. That's a good question. I forgot to look. Give me a second. Then tournament Mizzou, team. probably NC State. Mizzou, yeah. Missouri's got a really good. They have a very good dual team. Uh, NC State, they got a, they got some question marks. 
I would say this year just with really where at well with the amount of people they lost last year. Um, yeah, but they have but they're one that I you know I talked about. They're usually always really deep um, on their weight <laughs> classes. Yeah, Penn State goes small roster focuses on yeah, the top Penn guys. State they goes just gigantic roster. Yeah, they just they go lay and spray method. They take <laughs> yes, everybody. They really do. <laughs> For real, they're deep, man. They are really deep. Yeah, I don't know where they're gonna have a hole. Like, I feel like they have someone who is like forty nine. If they don't start one of the true freshmen, maybe. Well, Ko- Kovacs is tough. I don't know if Kovacs can get down there, but he's freaking tough. Um, maybe he can't get down there. He rest- He's he wrestled one fifty seven last about year. Jackson Arrington. Yeah, that's what he's I said. Unless they wrestle one of the true no, freshmen, Arrington is tough. Um, Finn Solomon actually is also pretty he's tough. Tough too. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's in that right in that weight class. Yeah, he's really good. So you think they'd probably throw one of them out? I mean, that has three Luke Arberg in there now. Right there. I'm not sure who Luke Arberg is, to be honest with you. Went yeah. 18 and 10 last year as a red shirt. Yeah, they're, they're going to find someone to go in there. So yeah, they got. I mean, they got. You got Camacho, Oreen, uh, 41. Who's that? Oh, Ryan Jack, he's tough. 49 question mark, 57. You got Ed Scott, 65. Um, who you can go for 65? I think Matt Matt Singleton starts at 74. And then you got Hydley, Trumbull, probably. Maybe Fields at 65. Fields has been really good. You think good. Singleton's enough of a bump over Joey Milano? Yeah, I think so. I really do. Yeah, I that's think what I mean with their good. team. They've got, you know, how many question marks where you don't really know what they're going to do. So how do you project that? Cates was all right last year, too. He, he had a decent retro year. But, yeah, no, Minnesota's a team that I could see. You, you asked who would do better um, oh, that's in the duels. Yeah. Minnesota's like a, they could be a really good duel team. team well, is that solid. Gable back or Gable not back? Yeah, I don't have Gable back right now. Okay, because that's obviously that makes a big difference in team scoring. Because mm-hmm. uh, team yeah. scoring at the individual tournaments, yeah, you got them all that the way would down. Help a lot. Eighteen. Yeah, they went four and six last year. They that's, kinda had a hard, that's that's rough. Tough duel. You're talking about Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're balanced. Yeah, I can I'm a little biased because I was uh, I was just there talking to their their staff yeah. and their guys, but I, I could I could definitely see them finishing higher. I mean, I think there are. There, I mean, if Gable and I know Gable comes back, Brayton Lee can win it. Yeah, you know, that, Berkman, did, you probably didn't good. include Brayton Lee, although they wrestled he, the pretty much entire dual season with Brayton Lee last year. He didn't get hurt yeah. until February. But they're, yeah. they're talking about making a push but, for a trophy at NCAA's. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, you know, Sparks is back. He get, you know, he, that kid's pretty darn good from California. Salazar's good. I mean, they're just good. They're just balanced. I mean, they just and they got a couple. Of, it's not like they don't have any horses. I mean, you got a couple. They could win a couple national titles. They got the ponies. Two chance. Anybody else we could see maybe climbing? As, as long as Patrick McKee season. loses in the first round, he'll go on a run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I just think I think. Um, no, when I'm looking through these, I think the most fun part and probably the hardest part for you, Mr. Bray, is that um, Mr. Kozak. Oh, sorry, Kozak. Jeez, I'm <laughs> looking at the screen. My bad. Uh, 
is that rankings wise, if you if they are pulling those red shirts out, how do you count those? Because what if the what if they pull uh one of the guys who's in red shirt for their fifth fifth duel, right? Or their fifth fifth match. Now you know they can't use them anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. are they all are they worse now? Like because you know they pulled out Levi Haynes for his fifth match and they're they haven't pulled him fully out of red shirt. Now they can't use him again. Like, do you count that against them? Because I I think that you do, right? Yeah, I don't know how you would though. Like, I'm just gonna go go on results and wins, you know, wins and losses. Kind of like um, college football poll, almost, right? I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Every they, week they it don't shifts. You don't know who's gonna be down. there, right? I mean, right. It's like if you lose a college football game because you got a guy out with an injury, you drop no matter what. Even if you know you're gonna get him back, if you get him back, you gotta win. Yeah, but like Alabama just lost their starting quarterback for an who knows how much time. Uh, but they didn't drop in the pool. They still won their game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to win. I mean, that's the key. And, and yeah. you're, you're fine as long as you win, regardless of anything. You got to win. Yeah, and and you know, in duels, there's always there's always like some wonky results where you know, ten through twenty five, there's gonna be there's gonna be a ton of movement. There's gonna be a lot of upsets. Um, like if you're Ohio sure. State, let's just use them for the argument. If you're Ohio State and you have those you know studs in there. Even though, you know, maybe the plan is to redshirt them, but they, they, they're in some duels. As long as they win, they stay, right? It's not like, well, they're not going to have these guys next week. Yeah. Maybe maybe next week they still win with whoever is in the lineup. Yeah. So you're right, Kozak. The only way you can do it is on pure results. I mean, it, you can't have any speculation in. Yep. Really. I mean. We, uh, I was looking at potential watch party dates throughout the season now that we have kind of the full schedule finalized and it's the season's going to be a lot of fun I'm, I'm really excited for listen to a couple of these these dates with with these duels sunday december 4th iowa state minnesota oklahoma state penn state lehigh oh yeah january 20th Michigan, although penn state. that was not that great because i think two of those are gonna be blowouts true but still <laughs> fun in-state rivalries and and that's like Sunday, December fourth is one of the first like big dual days, mm-hmm. yeah. right after CKLV. Friday, January twentieth. This is kind of like when the dual season really gets going. Michigan, Penn State, Nebraska, Iowa, NC State, Virginia Tech. When Friday, is that? January... That's Friday, January twentieth. Man, I always like it when Nebraska and Iowa end against each other. I didn't realize they were that yeah, early. That's generally, a really good duel. Yeah. Yep. Friday, January 27th, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Holy cow. That's, that's Oh, just, yeah. That's rivalry Friday. How do I host a kid? Can I fly Tyler up here and host a watch party at my house? Yeah. Uh, if you fly the rest of us, <laughs> one big watch no, party. No, I'm going to bring my own watch party crew. I'm going to bring, like, <clears throat> I, get a, I could have high school kids over, and you guys could listen to Sinclair talk nonsense the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he is entertaining. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Not gonna Friday, the February third, Penn State, Ohio State, Iowa, Minnesota, and then right. Friday, February tenth, <clears throat> Iowa, Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State, Penn State, Rutgers, Iowa State, you and I. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so there's gonna be some real saucy Fridays that we're all gonna be partying together. And it it just also reminded me how much more 
I love duels and tournaments. Like mm-hmm. tournaments are awesome, but th- there's something special about duels. Yes, I agree. And Shane, that's how we should determine the national championship, right? I think it it blows me away that there's not a dual meet championship. To me, to me, it's the lowest, and I I just think it's the lowest hanging fruit there is. Seriously. I mean, well, ha- have two of them. I, I just I don't know. I'm not. In my in I'm my opinion, this. in my opinion, in, because you brought it up, Ben, this you can only have one national team Why? title. No, because got, you know, I reject your premise. That for all the marbles. No, I reject your premise. It, but in my opinion, it should be a duel. Boo this man. <laughs> I mean, Tracks yeah. track really got three. Track, they got cross country. They got indoor. They Those got are different outdoor. sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got all this. Let's do dual. Guys, hey, listen. We're sitting here. You guys can admit a great dual team is a little bit different than a great tournament team. Now, they might coincide. They maybe There is a correlation, obviously, but they're not the same thing. They're absolutely right. not. And so they're two different things. Let's just have two different titles. NCA, stop being selfish. Give us two freaking trophies, and we'll we'll hand them out. And think like, about I mean, what that would. I mean, you guys, you guys watch like uh, the the sports that come to mind for me. Men's lacrosse. I mean, they own Memorial Day weekend, and I'm not I even a know, big lacrosse guy, but I watch it. Women's volleyball, like Shane. I heard you like watching women's volleyball. I, I think it's awesome. Freaking, it's guys, guys. Women's volleyball, I'm going to adjust position. This fires me up. Watch a women's volleyball game. The Big Ten, Big Ten volleyball is like Big Ten wrestling. It's a fast-moving sport. There's a point. I mean, you guys want points? There's a point in every possession. It's it's fantastic. It's so good for television. It fits hey, a good I lived window. in Nebraska for five years. I, I oh, my yeah, volleyball. J.D. I mean, they, they, the, the fans are Huskers, baby. so passionate. No, there's... A, a dual meet championship, I'm telling you, I, I would people would watch it. Jim Gibbons told me this once, and he's right. Dual meets are tribal, like they're tribal. Yes. People want their team; they they follow their team. And an individual championship is awesome too. But JD, think about you don't think it be I one line one thing that makes me want to like gag all the time is oh it's good for wrestling it's gonna grow it's like. Uh, come on, like save it. Like, I agree. You know what'll grow wrestling? I do me championship and an individual championship. That's how you grow this. That's how you get eyeballs on the sport, get people interested. That's how you do it. In my opinion, like, it should be dual tournament for the team title, and then you go win your individual title through the individual tournament. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But to determine the team champion, it should be a duel. The the tournament is too formulaic, in in my opinion. For a fan, for a fan perspective, to try to follow... The national title, and it's, it's much easier tournament. to go. No, these two teams are wrestling. Yeah, the winner gets the national title. Like it's like every other sport. If and it's different because it is an individual sport. But if the football playoffs were just like a bunch of teams play each other, and then there's a formula: who had the most yards, points, whatever, against everybody when they played five games, that team wins. Like that's well, not why as much would, fun. But JD, why would you? What? What? So, what's the harm in having two? Like, I mean, because it basically becomes what you want it to be, which is fine. If you, but but you want to have both events and whatever one you want to because put more the emphasis dual, on, the that's dual fine. Team, the dual team title will never have as much steam if there's still a team title never. attached to the individual tournament. It, JD, it won't. JD, K will say you, go. K will say go. Cool. Win your little dual team title. I'm gonna go win, win the real one in a month. At the individual tournament, which, which, to be honest, does prove the better team, because it, it's more formulaic. Like if you, no, I disagree. We, I, but I've had this debate, and we don't want to do it again. <laughs> it doesn't, JD. If you could, if you could sit six people on the bench and you could wrestle four people and win a national title, it does, it's, it's not the best way to determine a team. Well, there, that, there could that's... be a different scoring scenario where where it actually does do the best team, like the best team, ten players. Um, but there's no other sport where you'd argue if you have one or two stars and a bunch of bums that you're gonna win basketball. And guys, what do we say, guys? There's another line. I mean, how many that's times have we heard this one? Players, styles make fights, matchups make duel meets. I mean, it's they're two different yeah. things. Yeah, I. Yeah, this one I'll never teams, understand. There needs to be a dual meet championship. Team can beat this team, and that's What's why that? I think it's so great. Yeah, I, I'm with you, JD. I, I think it's awesome. I just don't. I just don't necessarily agree with your premise that something takes away and you can't do it because this takes away. Have both of them. Like have both of them. At one and, point and, we had both, and we still basically only counted the individual as the real. Yeah, team but I think that. But the, but it's never been. I, I would say it one maybe you had both, but it's never been done right. It's never been marketed right. Just hasn't been. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Just it really been, needs. It needs to have the NCA. Yeah. Yes, it needs to have the NCA behind it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It'd be great, man. That's all I want for Christmas. This it's all I've wanted for Christmas for the last <laughs> twenty years. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. Twenty years. I mean, it's. Be, I mean, I'm. I'll tell you what. I, I'm fired up. I mean, I'm just. Great. I'm jacked up. We got the classic back. Oh, the All Star Classic. I can't wait for that. I mean, All-Star those classic, are the events it's that not get that people exciting excited. To me, actually, I it's don't know. Not... The All Star Classic. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's. Mm. And if I was a college wrestler, I I would be so freaking jacked up to wrestle in that event. Now, I'm coming to the All Star. I like it, but oh, uh, if you said All Star Classic or NCA sanctioned dual me title. Oh yeah, I'm not arguing that. Nah, but that not that event's universe. got people fired up. It kicks off the wrestling season. It's a bunch of, again, what I said before, a bunch of superstars. People want to see the stars, and they want to see the stars compete against each other. Hats off to the guys that are putting it on the line. Like Put it on the do, line. Right? Yeah. You're a wrestler. That's Don't what, I mean, if I'm going to Division I college to, to wrestle, 
and give that much dedication, time, commitment. I want to wrestle as often as I can against the best guys. And if I get beat, whatever. Like, I would not, I don't know. Just wrestle and you get beat, whatever. Who cares? Hey, you're, you're preaching to the choir, Shane. Yeah, so, so this year, uh, Missouri doesn't wrestle Iowa or or Penn State, so they could go through they could go through the year undefeated, and then Penn State could go through the year undefeated. Then make them mix it up. And then we got to make them mix it up. Together. Yeah. You guys got to have some predictive powers here. Put that matchup on end of the season. We might mm-hmm. make us feel watching that thing. Who's going to be Missouri's toughest duel this year? Oklahoma State. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma State, I feel like, is very um, – they're a good we're team. Not quite they're sure good what team. we're going to get out of them. Like, there's a lot of uh, highly skilled people on their roster, but um, you know, like the, you've had so many up and down performances. Like you've had a Whitlake who's been great and terrible. Uh, <clears throat> G. Feller has been very up and down through his career. Carter Young's had kind of all over the board performances. Um, so I feel yeah. like with Oklahoma State, you're not nearly as sure what you're going to get out of their team. Yeah, there's. I mean, in some ways, they are similar though to to Missouri, to where they have like. You know, no real obvious holes. No obvious holes. Uh, you know, all Americans kind of scattered Except throughout. Except for maybe heavyweight. I yeah. can be great at heavyweight. And then one yeah. one like superstar in Dayton Fix, you know, is kind of comparison comparable to Same heavyweight as last year, the kid from is it from Tuttle? No, he went down because uh Ferrari's out. Right? Okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. he was small. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But gonna be a fun a fun dual year nonetheless. Absolutely. So pumped. Um, shifting kind of away from wrestling for a second, Tyler put this in the doc, and I, I thought it was interesting. Um, there's a new rule in football uh, that kind of relaxes the rules and regulations on red shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so now players who have not seen action in more than four games are allowed to take a redshirt year, which doesn't count against their eligibility. After, after uh, the fourth game. Yes. That's wild to me because that's, uh, I mean, that's like, what, 40% of their season, right? Don't they play mostly like 10 games-ish? Mm-hmm. So okay. they can redshirt after that, not take away. So players are literally – Refusing to take the field now, like they're just boycotting the rest of the year so that it doesn't go against their eligibility. Jeez. It's happening at that SMU. Is a, that creates an interesting Dallas. dynamic between coach and athlete, huh? Right? It's a shift in power. It really is a shift in power. Um, do I like it or do I not like it? I mean, your, your old traditionals would say, oh, that's bull crap. The players should do whatever the coaches say. But then I would fire back with, well, not all coaches have the best interest of the players in mind, right? A lot of them want to do what's best for them and the team. Uh, and obviously that should be counted into it. Uh, but what's best for the players should also be counted into it. And generally as a coach, if you absolutely are doing what's best for the players, it's going to benefit your team. And in, in maybe not in the short term, but in the long term, because they will have a lot of faith in you. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I That's see just it communication stuff, guys, right? I, I mean, that's just ways. being on the same yeah. page, open communication, having a game plan. I mean, and you're not going to eliminate all those issues, but for the most part, I mean, a good, a great, a great coach, I don't think is going to have any problems with that. Good culture, great coach, 
people rowing in the same direction. I, I don't think that'll be that. I don't think you'll hear that at the at the really good schools. No, and it, it will make schools who do a good job of making guys backups feel valuable all that much more important. Um, a school like Minnesota um, that kept Jack Medley around, who's going to be a starter this year, but Michigan, did you say Minnesota? Or, sorry, Michigan. Michigan. Minnesota, We've been talking a lot about Minnesota yeah. today. Um, I don't know if it's on yeah. the live on the website yet or not, but they did an interview with Jack Medley, and he talked about how how much communication went into the whole Soriano thing of them just being like very obviously just recruiting over him, going and getting a transfer. Um, but he he felt valued enough and important enough, um, mm-hmm. and like the culture enough that he obviously stuck around. It didn't. It, in his mind, there were no greener pastures. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I. So I I generally agree. I think, and you know who actually has done a great job at this, and we just talked about this last week, but more in the coaching sense is Kale. Kale's interpersonal skills are tremendous. He's had very few people leave either during their college careers or after their college careers. He's had almost no coaches leave. Uh, he's got to be the best at this. He's so good. Culture. Yeah. They have had- but culture starts with, I mean, culture, and when you say culture there, Shane, also, I, you know, I feel like um, what people neglect there is, um, I would generally say what that shows to me is that uh, Kale really genuinely cares about people and they feel that yep. right because if people feel that you care about them absolutely um, they're, they're less likely to leave they're less likely to do other things that would harm you and um <laughs> yeah and that's where i think some of these college coaches i think there's some of them uh, that probably don't actually care that much about their athletes and if the athletes provide the result that they want they're happy and if they don't then they're like eh, that dude sucks let, yep. let me find a new dude um and so that's why in some of these football scenarios it's like Maybe the athletes are, you know, listen, maybe the athletes are younger and they're making bad decisions and they lack wisdom. That's definitely a possibility. But there's also a definite possibility that the coaches are buttholes and they're trying to just force this other this guy in because it's what's best for the team, even though it's really, really, really not what's best for the individual. Football's got to be so hard with a roster like uh, – they're – how big are football rosters? Like they got hundred some huge. people, and they yeah, only yeah, yeah. It's absurd. Some like you literally <laughs> can't have a close relationship with every player on your team if you're the head coach. Well, that's not that's not fully true because you have how many coaches, right? Yeah, I think you get like fifteen coaches. I think that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you're the head coach, you can't have a super personal relationship with. Yeah, they get 80, 85 full scholarships. No, 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 but but JD, so you have a great relationship. You as a head coach probably have a great relationship with your coaches, right? So they feel very loyal to you, and and you teach them how to treat people because you're treating I'm them well. The, so then, the, if they treat people well, works. and there's, I mean, say it's a hundred, say it's a hundred people, hundred divided by fifteen, that's only like seven, you know, six, six point six, right? Yeah, it's like so, an organization um, flowchart, family tree. Yeah, I get it. yeah, absolutely. Like like you guys probably don't talk to the CEO flow every day, but I don't know if CP's really cool to you, then you probably feel a certain amount of loyalty. If CP was a dick, he'd be like, dude, I'm out of here. I can't Correct, stand this. But it's different no? in wrestling when you have rosters of 30 people. and But the there's still coach... the same ratio, right? How many coaches? There's probably four or five coaches. It's probably six, seven, eight athletes per coach, something like that. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's a smaller total. And then obviously you went down something like basketball when the roster is probably like 14 or something like that. 
you know, you even shrink it more. But uh, I think in wrestling, the ratio is probably sim- similar to football. And, you know, I, I have a great relationship with Coach Smith uh, at Mizzou, but probably during my time there, I was probably closer to Horton, you know, because he was the upperweights coach. I spent a ton of time with him. Um, and that was my main point of contact. Um, and I was, obviously I had a good relationship with Coach Smith also, but like Horton was my guy, you know, and I think a lot of college programs are like that. And you see, hell, you see uh, Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, sometimes it's Casey in the corner, sometimes it's Cody in the corner, sometimes it, yeah, right, it changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with football, right? though, it's it's opportunities, are, there's more opportunity because there's more, you know, there's more rosters, there's more schools, and then also like... There's the, money on the there's line. money, yeah. The, there's more to gain and there's more to lose if you're not the starting guy. So it's yeah. you know that's that's what the incentives are higher, right? Sure. Yeah, I think I think it's I, I mean to me it, it would still be a factor of personalities, but uh, yeah, that's fair. It is. It is interesting just to hold basic shift in college sports uh sort of looking for principles <laughs> foundation yeah. uh also well, another sporting news have you guys seen the cheating scandals going on another i have not sports? I you, see, you guys see the one in fishing yeah fishing. Fishing. what is what is that one poker yeah. fishing is not a sport shade not a sport. <laughs> i'll tell you why fishing's not a sport i'll give you that i i, I said this about hunting once i'll probably Nothing against hunters or hunting, but here, this is, somebody told me this once. I thought it was kind of funny. They said, the reason you cannot call hunting a sport <laughs> is because one team has no idea there's a game going on. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It sounds, about, sounds fair. No, the true. fishing scandal is freaking crazy. To kind of speak me. on that, the reason these dudes kind of got caught is because they were not good cheaters. Like, in fishing, even if you're the very best, most skilled, it there's such an element of chance that you're only going to win X percent of time. Sure. Okay. And these guys were winning, like, way higher than that. Okay. So, so everybody I, was I, like, I, what the heck so is going they on here? Were they pre-catching the fish they, or something? No, they were, they were putting – and I just read one article on it. I didn't do a bunch of research oh, on you it. Oh, you guys both know about this? There's yeah. video. Yeah, you can watch video out there too, Ben. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were putting weights inside weights. the fish. <laughs> yeah, and what? and other because and they more weigh fillets, the fish. Other and other fish fillets. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the fillets were so like the weights don't clink around, and you can't so like hear them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, but the thing was, they 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 like had lost. <laughs> you know, they had failed at least one polygraph in the past. Like it wasn't like yeah. it was a Wait, the fish. The they put the fishermen on shot. a polygraph test. <laughs> Not the yeah. fish. I mean, that stuff is big money. I mean, it's big freaking money. I mean, boat prizes and boats and bunch of money. Yeah. And apparently, <laughs> apparently, you have to pay like a, an entry fee into all these tournaments, yeah. and then that's what pays out the prize. So all these other players were so incredibly pissed at these dudes because oh. they basically paid them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeff, they, they were Jeff Baxter from them. in the chat says they won over three hundred thousand dollars in the last two years. Holy <laughs> Those guys. Christ. Three hundred thousand yeah. more than they would have won, or three hundred thousand total. I don't know. We'll wait for. Well, if they okay. wouldn't have never we'll won, they would have won zero dollars. Three hundred thousand—that's significant, right? You would think. Okay, listen. I'm not. I'm not a great fisherman at all, so I can't comment on this for sure. But I can tell you, just with wrestling, right? You look at a dude 
and you know he's supposed to be 126, and you're like, I'm not so sure. You're way overweight, aren't you? And then you get them on the scale, and they're way overweight. You know, like you know when they're they're BSing you a little bit. Like I would think a great fisherman be able to look at a bass and say, listen. I know what an eight and a half pound bass looks like. <laughs> that is not an eight and a half pound bass. That's a six pound bass. Like, no, that's it's, it's like this, the, the fish is like, it, it's almost like this. To be eight and a half pound bass, it's got to be like this. All of a sudden, it's like they're putting bass on there like this. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think if I was an elite fisherman, I'd be able to look at that bass and be like, bro, that ain't no nine pound bass. Well, yeah, yeah they like, had they had been for here, a while. <laughs> they had been for a while. And like you said, they made them take a polygraph and they failed it like, last year or something and but they were still like eh, we'll keep letting them and then finally they cut the fish open which (laughs) yeah can you imagine the pretty much all tournaments are catch and release so they were finally like imagine the panic of those guys guys. and you're probably up in front of a bunch of people up on the stage there by the scale and they're gonna open that fish up i mean you know it's i mean you know what the guy was the most like obviously caught had the most obvious <laughs> look on his face of all time. I mean, that's the Southwest Airlines want to get away. Is right? he banned forever? I, I would assume so. I don't know the punishment. He's lucky he didn't get yeah, his ass beat right the there. Guy, that's not a <laughs> lifetime ban. Nothing. Look, can you put a picture of this guy up there getting caught? Because I don't know what the Google, like, fisherman. I guess I'll Google fisherman gets caught. Especially knowing the uh, crowd at fishing tournaments, I can't believe oh. nobody just went up there and cold clocked him. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. They take that stuff serious. <laughs> I mean, they do. Yeah. That's the there image. He <laughs> there he is. Just standing I'll put it in all... the dock. Oh, oh yeah. There he is. You got it. You put it. Are you putting it up on the screen? <laughs> the video is awkward to watch because he's just standing there as all these people are yelling obscenities at him. Really? So they cut it open in front of him and all these weights come out and they're like, yes. UMFers. Uh-oh, are we allowed we to play the sound on this, Tyler, or not? It's on Twitter. Play it. Oh, that's a big old weight. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You should oh, know. Wow. You should look at that walleye and say that ain't a, that ain't a nine pound walleye. Yeah, but at the same time, Ben, who thinks that, right? Like, like when I read this story, you know what I thought to myself? No. Wow. Like how obvious? Like I am inherently skeptical, so I think these things. Okay, I, I would have never thought that. When I'm like. When I see something that I don't think matches up, and I'm like, wait, 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 what's going on over here? And Amy's like, oh, come on. They wouldn't lie. That's not how my wife talks. I don't know why there I do is. that. Impression. Yeah, there he is. Oh, he's this so guy right here, is the cheater? That's a oh, cheater. You got anything to say? Oh, he's so, he's he's so like, it. uh-oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. How sad. I mean, you how he spent how that money, too, and he's gonna probably going to have to pay it back. Oh, he plus bought a lot more. He bought a nice boat. Oh, yeah, they're going to sue him. They'll probably sue him, huh? It's so sad. I mean, why? I just don't understand why anybody would do that. Shane, really... come on. You, how I, do you I, not understand this? This is, People have taken steroids. There's been, man, just, there's man, been you cheating want to hear in crazy? every sport. Since the, was, since the beginning of history, there's been cheating at things. When I was in high school, I'm yeah. cutting weight. This is, you know, 1994. I'm cutting weight. I wouldn't even wear plastics because I felt guilty. Like, no, I told myself, like, that's against the rules. Wow, a man, so a, a true man it. of honor. Honestly, a true man of honor, like, I, just, I didn't do it. I, I, can, yep. I can't imagine freaking doing something that screws everybody. Especially, it's different when you're, uh, it's one thing to quote unquote cheat yourself. But I guess, I mean, cheating is cheating. You're hurt, always probably hurting more people. But I mean, that's a, this stuff is it's just sad. Like get a life, really. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. I mean, I'll, I'll that's be what I'm saying. You. you weren't trying. 
I hope uh, I hope they get dealt with by the other people. Oh, I hope yeah. they do. Like I wouldn't feel no matter what happens, to these people. I'm just telling you what I don't feel sorry for them at all, and I don't care what happens to them. I'll just leave it at that. Like, don't cheat. And then some people might be like, "Oh my gosh, Shane, I can't believe you know." I mean, I remember when they did a sports talk show. There'd be things that would come up. Yeah, now I got to be real careful what I'm saying here. But oh, why? Gotta, well, who who were hey, here's the deal. If you steal, if you steal, I don't care what, if it was up to me, if if somebody got caught stealing, something, may, you know, a little bad happened to them, it might be over the top. And people would be like, God, Shane, that's over the top. Like, let's just, for the sake of argument. You want to start chopping hands off? Is, is that what you're about to say? But let me tell you this, JD. Here's my point. If. If that's what they did, don't steal. I'm not telling you, you don't have to hold your breath for six months. You don't have to not eat for a year. Don't steal. That's it. Like, I'm not asking that much from you. How hard is it? So if that was what happened to somebody, I'm just saying personally, I wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't feel real sorry for them. It's, and every situation is different. I'm not saying if a 10-year-old does this, I'm just saying I, I'm there's got to be accountability on this stuff. Why do people do this stuff? Why do people do a lot of these things? Because they to can. Get the prize money. The punishment's not that bad. It's worth it. You, you, you weigh out the options. It's like, yeah, it's worth it. If there was a severe consequence, I, I think the numbers would shift. I think people would, would pause and think, uh, think a little bit more before they did some things. That's all. Shane, I also am a true man of honor. I will have you know this is a true story. Yesterday, I'm going to HEB, the grocery store here in town. To get a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. I accidentally just walked right on out with it. I was zoning out, and I, I walked yeah. back in and I paid my seven dollars for that rotisserie yeah, chicken. Yeah, that happens, and that happens. I mean, that that does happen. Shane, I've only stole one thing in my whole life. You want to hear my story? <laughs> I'm a thief. I owe Home Depot like twenty bucks or something. <laughs> you want to hear the story? Plus interest. No? Sure, sure. Okay, well, because uh, I also I also don't like stealing. But uh, one day, I don't recall what I was buying at Home Depot. It was right by my house in Columbia, Missouri. And I'm about to walk out. They got the big, uh, the barn door open, you know, like the big thing. And uh, about to walk, it starts freaking downpouring. I'm like, oh, damn, I don't want to walk in this rain. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait for a second. So I'm waiting there for a second. And I see, I look right next to me. And, you know, they have the, like the cement, um, like thing so no one can run into it, you know? Yeah, yep. And uh, there's this gigantic roll of saran wrap. And I'm like, I never seen one of those. <laughs> I'm totally gonna surrender up someone's car. I'm like, great prank. I'm like, well, it ain't, it's not for sale. I would pay for it, but it's not for sale. And I see it right there, and I don't know where else I can get it. You know, this is probably before people regularly shop on Amazon, where you could just like Google like gigantic roll of saran wrap or something. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no one around, and it ain't for sale. I'm taking because I want to surrender wrap someone's car. <laughs> I took that thing, I booked it, and I surrender wrap someone's car. And it was Wait, that's the better question. Whose car did you surrender wrap? Uh, it was this, uh, you know what? She's a broadcaster now, actually, Shane. So you probably have some. Uh, her name was Shannon Hogan, uh, and she was a swimmer at Mizzou. Okay. I don't know. That's that's probably not her name anymore, actually. Well, actually, I'm sure we're, we, we were friends, um, and we still, we, you know, I guess, you know, we don't live by each other anymore. I'm sure we're still friendly. Um, I used to love pranking people. And his um, love of prankiness so is, is greater than his love for integrity. Mm -hmm. 
Pranking. Yeah, so see where your morals I, oh, are at. Listen, Home Depot's not hurting over that 20 bucks. They probably <laughs> thought someone just, yeah. you know, they pranked each other or something like that. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? Uh, did I ever tell you about the prank I did to the University of Iowa wrestling team? No. Was that the, I'm going to complain. But I'm interested. Was that the... Uh, <laughs> The uh, garbage bin full of water or no? Yes. Okay. You remember? Yeah, you've told I don't us. remember this. Yeah, I, you've told this so, on FRL. What is it? I, I don't know. Tell me. you never heard of JD. Have you ever, have you ever tsunamied someone? <laughs> I am unfamiliar. I know you're an adult, but you got to do this because it is like the funniest thing ever. I've done it like probably, we'll say like five times to people. Um, so we were in, the, it was National Duels my senior year. We were, it was in I, uh, sorry, Cedar Falls, Iowa. And we ended up in the same hotel as Iowa. And I can't tell you exactly who's in this room because it was like a block. You know, it was like Iowa had a block of rooms. You saw them going in and out of the right. rooms and stuff, you know. So what you do is you get a garbage can and you fill it with water as high as you can, okay? Um, and this wasn't a super huge garbage. It was a hotel, right? So it was, it was like, you know, medium size. It wasn't. I've done the super huge ones and they're really hard to lift because they're heavy. You have like a teammate because it's okay, like 300, right. 300 pounds. <laughs> I didn't have one of those. So I had like a medium sized garbage can. So you lean it on their door, right? And you knock on their door and you run away. They open the door. Oh. And then, as you open the door, you yell tsunami and the water comes in. The <laughs> That's great. Well, I, I've seen it, you know, where you, you crack it open a tad and you can set like a bucket on top Put of the it door. On top. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to have access to the room for that. And this other one, you don't have to have access. You know what I'm saying? Like you could do it to someone's house. You show, you show up at their house, you tip. Like in Mizzou, we did, we definitely did like, it, it was so heavy, right? It was like a, it was like a fifty gallon garbage can, like one of the really large ones. We carried it together, put it on this person's door, and then knocked on their door, and then ran away. One time, uh, we <laughs> stink bombed uh, a teammate's <laughs> hotel room. It, that smelled awful. Yeah, that's bad. I, I'm so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, on the, uh, the old school credit card if they got a they got a cleaning extra cleaning charge in that room because it's not... yeah stink bombs i'm not good on stink bombs no thank you <laughs> uh, what about have you ever yeah, now we're talking about good pranks have you ever saran wrapped someone's toilet i've never mm -hmm. done it i have seen it it's done. hilarious it's, it piss goes everywhere yeah. <laughs> got him you have you have to do it like in the middle of the night so it's like yeah right when they yep. first oh, wake yeah. up and they're groggy <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so funny. Yeah. yeah. Prank pranking is awesome. Best, best prank I ever did it. involved the Red Shed down in Madison and the state wrestling tournament probably oh, about 15 years ago. Do? Ben, this this is a this is a story for another time, but I will <laughs> I will tell you this. It be the, it 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 would probably beat any story. Close All to right. <laughs> can't tell, but you can't tell us. I told that on the radio station. Back in oh, must have been about oh five oh six, and we had a two hour radio show. We probably took seventy phone calls, and you couldn't get through because everybody's got a story. Okay, it's uh, I'll tell you that one over. I've I've told it publicly before, but uh, that was once was probably you know it's it's out there. It's <laughs> it is out there. It, let's put it this way: I'll give you some clues. Okay. It involved. You ever been to the Red Shed in Madison by the Cole Center? It's this old college bar. There is not a 
stall in the bathroom or there's not a door. I mean, it's a toilet in a urinal, no lock on the door. Ew. And uh, let's just, I'll give you this. I, I so when I do the state wrestling tournament on a Thursday, I start like at three and I broadcast a lot of times to like 10 at night. It's like seven hours. Mm-hmm. I'm starving. I'm hungry. Okay. So against my better judgment, I got some nachos and I got jalapenos on them. And let's just say, when I, I got where, to the I red love where the story's going. The gut started rumbling, and the rest gets a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Legendary also... story. Legendary. There's more cheating scandals going on. We don't got to get into those, but poker and chess, too. Real big cheating yes. accusations. How would you but cheat that... at chess? Probably use a Butt beats. <laughs> Right? What's that? Butt beads. I'm not Butt even joking. Beads. The 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 accusation is that the guy has some sort of um, device up his butt, and somebody's telling him the moves to do by vibrating it what? in the game. <laughs> oh Stop. my god! It, it's Stop. just a real accusation. <laughs> And it's against, like, the top two players in the world. The the top players in the world are making this accusation. Like, three buzzes for, like, move it two spaces? Apparently it's, like, Morse code or something, yeah. Oh, my God. It's amazing what people will do. Right? Hey, have you ever tried it? How do you know you don't like it? (laughs) There we go, right there. Wait, so is is he the cheater, or are they saying someone else is cheating? They're saying the guy is cheating with somebody else. He is having somebody. Who is who is who's the cheating? All right, I gotta look it up now because I just listened to Magnus Carlson. He seemed uh, super cool. I, Magnus Carlson. Oh, on Lex uh, Friedman. Yeah, yeah. So is he the cheater? No, no. no Hans no. Neiman is the cheater. Yes, it's a guy who should not be or was not as good as he was, and then he like started dominating. Jeez. <laughs> Look, I, I think if you if you do this, if you do this, you should be allowed to do it. If you're willing to go that far, dedication, dedication, right. Shane. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah, you, you cannot. That's called uh, using your resources. You can't question the, the will to win. Is chess a sport? <laughs> no, not in my opinion. But it's a game. Chess is a game. <laughs> what? And football and basketball aren't. Baseball is a game. Baseball, I've always said baseball is not a sport. Baseball is a game. What? <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah. What? Yeah. To me, wrestling's the best sport. Baseball's the best game. Why is baseball not a sport? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I've been. I've always thought that, and I guess I, I've never really thought about it a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, all right well i once again did not ask for questions so no twitter questions today tyler even put it on the dock but i went to a concert last night and forgot we do have a voicemail we do have a voicemail though pete from washington has a question for us hey guys this is pete from washington state Hey, you guys were talking about international weight class changes on the show today, and uh, I want to re-ask the question I tried to ask on Twitter a few months ago. I think I probably don't know how to use Twitter because every time I ask, 
relevant, insightful questions you guys don't answer them. So I'll try it this way instead. So the, the classes I came up with were 10, 10 world weight classes and six Olympic weight classes that don't overlap at all. Um, so the world weight classes would be 57, 60, 64, 68, 72, 76, 86, 95, 105, and 125. And the six Olympic weights would be 59, 66, 74, 82, 97, and 120. Um, now, I need you guys' help because my wife got mad at me for how much time I spent trying to figure this out, and she said it was pointless, and I'm too obsessed with wrestling. So um, <laughs> answer my question so that I can... Uh, tell her that it wasn't a complete waste of time. All right, thanks, guys. Love what you're doing. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I need that in text form to really break it down because that that came out real quick. The I got the Olympic ones. I'd like to down. hear the world ones again. Yeah, Tyler, if you can like fast forward. I, don't know, I what, feel was like it, a I didn't like it? them while I was hearing them quickly, but uh... well, I heard ninety-five and one hundred and five. Overlap at all. Um, so the world weight classes would be 57, 60, 64, 68, 72, 76, 86, 95, 105, and 125. And the six Olympic weights would be 59, 66, 74, 82, 97, and 120. Um, now, I need you. Um, so, I mean, just offhand, it feels like he's got a, uh, not very many weight classes up top, which I said that yesterday, but I think he, he said, I'm like, what was it like? Uh, so he's so here is what it is. It's 57, 60, 64, 68, 72, 78, 86, 95, 105, 125. Okay, can I can I talk about this tomorrow? Because I feel like I need to process this all. It's, it's really. Uh, <laughs> it's in the I doc like, if you want to look at it. Oh, it's in the doc now. All right. Uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna close out the doc. Uh, Eight four two. All right. What do you think? I like it. I mean, uh, okay, where am I? All right, here it, we go. Um, fifteen kilograms, eight kilograms, eight. So we got seven, eight, eight, fifteen. Uh, I would probably put eighty-two is only one eighty-ish, right? Because so we're doing kilogram conversions also. Eighty-two is only eight. 180 so you only have two weight classes above 180 i think i would slide that up to like a maybe 185 ish somewhere around there. there's a few more kilograms up um world's weights the world's weights i would actually probably slide them down a little bit because i feel like 95 is 209 i think so three weight classes above 209 i feel like is unnecessary Yes, I agree. Because mm-hmm. ninety five, more or less, is ninety seven. Yes, we don't need a weight class in between. Do not light, heavy, and heavy. Yes. So move move those ones down. I think, and then I could just move. Honestly, if you move, I freaking hate six weight classes. Six weight classes is stupid. It's it worst. really is. Honestly, I'd probably move. Maybe I would move ninety seven down a little bit. If I if I had to do the six, I might move ninety seven down a couple of kilograms. And you know, and then maybe move eighty two up to eighty three or eighty four, and then that then you got like a eleven, twelve kilogram, and then maybe move. Uh, it's so hard, right? Maybe move seventy four up by one, something like that. How do you feel about the overall principle of Olympic weights, different weight classes, not matching weight, world weight classes? Uh, I I actually like that a lot. I do too. It makes things I, I tricky like for like medalists and whatnot, yeah. but. 
if you're gonna break it down to six, like it just makes sense to yes distribute Split them. The difference. Yeah. yeah better well it just it makes a lot more sense too for the world years because now like next year for example you're having like well these other four don't matter nearly as much as the as the original right six, you know and that sucks and so it's like you know um and i mean you, you the other thing is that you would have so if you had 10 not non-olympic weights right all 10 would matter the same amount and then you'd have to have like a tournament right because they're doing five qualifiers at world or whatever so you'd have a, yeah. a, now another tournament at these olympic weights and you know, but then everyone will be trying to get to those. I I think it would make more sense. All right, we just yeah, solved it. I would like it. Thank it's you, it's another thing in wrestling that just makes you shake your head. I, I hate to say it. Like I mean, six I mean, weight classes. Can you imagine? Like I'm I'm trying to think of a comparison in another sport that has an example like this. Like we have the same weight classes three years, and then all of a sudden, every four years, we drop them to six. And I know they're two different organizations, but how can you not be cohesive and come up with a plan that, like, Mm -hmm. think about, try to think about another sport that's got something that's so backwards than this. I don't know other sports, so I can't come up. (laughs) I can't come up with anything. I don't know nothing. I mean, it it all revolves around the IOC only giving us so many medals. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, okay, and I don't know this, but specific to the IOC, are, are there any other sports that got this kind of weird stuff going on? No I mean, idea. I have zero. Yeah, Pro- probably, but yeah, Possibly. I, I don't know. Uh-oh. It's... International basketball and the NBA have pretty different rules. And Tyler says international basketball and NBA have different rule sets. But it's... um. But, but but the rules are consistent, right? I mean, the international rules are consistent every year. No idea. Well, wrestling's been relatively good true. at keeping... We've been better uh, than we have been at keeping the similar rules. I mean, it was... For the mid, mid-2000s mid was in late... Oh, 90s. yeah. Transition that was yeah. really bad. Oh, smokes. So we're, that was we're a little better than we were. The good old ball grab where everybody... You know, it's like you're uh, better off taking your chances, not scoring a point for three minutes, Right. Terrible. Two minutes, but yeah, terrible. Yeah, man. All right. Well, yeah, six I think... weight class. I mean, here's a real quick question. I mean, here here's a question for you guys. I, I think this is. I'll ask it. If you can have dual meet championship and individual championship, both sanctioned by the NCAA, or ten Olympic weights. Ooh. All right. That's to me. It's an easy one. And dual meet championship. Dual meet. Let's go dual meet. Yeah. Dual meet championship. No way. But it'd be great to have 10 Olympic weights. I mean, how great would that be? That'd we be, still that'd have be the Olympics two. even with six weights. Not as great a product, uh, product, but we do not have a NCAA dual team championship right now. Let me throw this past you guys. So we got two obvious ones. Three wish list items going one, do me championship, two, 10 Olympic weights in wrestling. What would be number three? Get rid of grounding. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Everything is freestyle. Yeah. Every, kill folk style. style. Oh, kill folk style. no, no. <laughs> suck it, JD. So, and uh, the, cut, you suck mic. it. Cut his mic. You suck it. You, you, you know suck what I'm it. Like? No, you <laughs> suck it. You suck it. You oh. suck it. Worlds, worlds is always in America. Or the oh, Eastern no, time zone. Not, I mean, I don't hate that, but that's... Yeah, but you that can seems, live with that. that. Like, that's not selfish. horrible. Like That seems pretty selfish. Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's yeah, what that's this is okay. about. I mean, it'd be great also, I like to travel to those places. No, I'll give you my number three, and you guys are all going to say... That should be We've number never three. never gone to Norway. You guys ready for this? Give us three. 
Number three is a professional league which works in concert with the UWW to create a tremendous professional product. Yeah. That's number three. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Folk style, of course. Oh, God. All right, that's it. <laughs> now the show's oh, over. You. It's 945. We're getting out of here. Thank you, Shane, for joining the show today, even with your erroneous takes. Fun, as always. Thank you, Kozak, for hopping on the show. We have a very special guest tomorrow. It's what we in the business call tease. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll let you know. (laughs) All right. See ya. See you guys. All clear. Nah, he dipped out. Good show. Entertaining. Yep. Bye,